What's the chief complaint by most men about women, whether it's a wife or a friend? And frankly, the chief complaint by most men is that she is always trying to change me. Parentheses, nag. She's always nagging me. And of course, nagging doesn't work. In the long run, it backfires. It always does. Women know that by now. The chief complaint by women about men is he doesn't listen. That doesn't mean obey. That means just listen. The greatest gift a man can give to a woman or his wife or his daughter in my case is attention. Just undivided attention. That's all she just wants is attention. Please. And the greatest gift a man can give her husband is gentle suggestions. Now that's a very, very technical word. Gentle suggestion. Let me say it this way to you. Out of my own life. My wife's opinion was, which I taught at Pace, very non-rainbow culture, her opinion was the role of the woman is to humanize the man by gentle suggestions. Now, I'll be the first to grant biblically the man is the head of the household. Okay, 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 okay. But he needs help. <laughs> I'll give you a concrete example. My Beth, sweetheart, I was in her life, her whole life. I taught her how to ice skate. I was her assistant basketball coach. Never missed a thing. Not one event that I ever miss. And my son too. But when, uh, however it worked, when Beth became 13, I didn't know it, but I became distant from her. For me, la, 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 life goes on. I have no, just, I'm just and always in the fog. And my wife saw it. And I'll tell you what she didn't do. She didn't nag. And she didn't say to me, Al, you got a problem. You used to be really close to your daughter, and you two were really bonded. But for whatever reason, you're pulling away, so do something about it. That's not what she said. Why? Because I had no idea what to do about it. She did the opposite. She saw a problem. She saw a solution. And she gave it to me gently. And it's one of the best gifts she ever gave to me. One day, wise woman that she was, knowing exactly what she was doing to benefit her daughter, she made a suggestion to me after feeding me a delicious spaghetti dinner. <laughs> Al, I have a suggestion for you. Just think about it. I said, well, what's that, honey? Why don't you ask your daughter to go out on a date? I'll tell you exactly what I said. I said, you crazy lady? take my daughter on a date? She said, yeah. She said, don't use the word date, but... And then she spelled it all out, like painting by the numbers. Why don't you think about asking Beth, who was then 13, 12, why don't you ask Beth if she would like to go with you into Greenwich Village and see the play The Fantastics, which is about uh, a couple of kids, and you can go to dinner first at Figaro's, and then afterwards, you can come out and walk around the village a little bit and see all the freaks. And 
and then stop and have hot chocolate at an outdoor cafe and drive home. I said, mm -hmm. that is exactly what I did with her on our first date. The first time I took her out, we went to Figaro's, we saw the Fantastics, walked the village and had coffee at an outdoor midnight coffee shop. So I said to Beth, sweetheart, do you want to go into the city with your dad and we'll go see the Fantastics and have a little dinner? Yeah. So we did. And all I can say to you is, in one sense, it was really quite plain. Went into the city, ate at Figaro's, went to see the Fantastics, came out, walked around, had hot chocolate and came home. However, we both really liked it. So, you know, and I'm really slow, but I did catch on. So, uh, you know, I didn't push it. I waited quite a while, and it was about a year later. On my own, I said to Beth, you interested in going in the city and seeing a play with your dad and get a meal? Yeah. So then at that point, we would discuss what play. To make that long story short, shorter, from the time she was 12 until the time she was 22, what is that, nine years, every year in the spring, we had a date. And we saw every play on Broadway together, just to us. We saw Les Mis and Phantom of the Opera and Big River and Evita, and every, and every year we went to a different restaurant and had a good time. That has become a whole encyclopedia of common experience we always return to. So now she's 33. Sweetheart, what was the best play we ever saw together? Daddy, I really like cats. Mm. Oh, I tell you, I like Les Mis. What's the best restaurant? What's the worst restaurant we went to? Remember we went to the top of the sixes and it was, <laughs> we took a six hour. We can talk about it. But what it taught her was how to go out with a male, be treated with dignity, have a really good time, and no extras. It's a date. So she learned more of how to handle herself as a young woman in those yearly events with her daddy than she could have learned in 9,000 lectures. That would have never happened had my wife not made that gentle suggestion. You know what I'm saying? That's the role of the woman. To get through our concrete. But to get through the concrete is a, that's an art. <laughs> <laughs> but it can be done. Now there's a lot more to say about the man as the head of the household and all of that. And you know that, so I'm not going to say much about that. There are differences in the way men and women, for lack of a better word, keep score. And you know what? All humans keep score. We can talk about how holy we want to be and unconditionally loving. In fact, way down, there's a scorecard. Like it or not, we're too fallen not to have a scorecard. And men and women have different scorecards. So for a man, his scorecard is like this. He thinks that big things are worth many points and little things are worth few points. So he does a really big thing. He might, he might decide 
that what she really wants is finally to get this kitchen renovated. And he's going to do half and get a contract to do half. So for Christmas, he gives her this card that says, I'm going to, you know, renovate the kitchen and I'm going to really tear it apart and get someone to help me with the floors. And we're going to have it done in a week for you and you can have a brand new kitchen and that's really good. And I put this great big red bow on the kitchen floor to let you know that's what you got for Christmas. Big thing. He has to take a week off work to do it. Woo! He thinks that's like 99 points. So she, of course, is very appreciative and understands what's involved and, and responds in kind and, and treats him appropriately for that gift for a day. <laughs> and then he can't understand the next day that she's banging up on him. But I gave you this big thing yesterday. He doesn't understand that her scorecard's different. For a woman, everything is one point. So he got one point for that. <laughs> you hear the laughter. There's a common comprehension of what's at stake here. It's understanding humanity. That's what it's about, and being fully human. If we can be fully human, we better be fully male, fully female, fully. And we better know these things, because if we don't, we'll get tripped up and then have differences. So if a man is really smart, what he'll do is he won't bring home two dozen red roses for his wife. He won't do that. He'll buy two dozen red roses and put them in the fridge in the office and bring home one a day. <laughs> and he'll get 24 points. But you understand, we men are thick. We don't catch on for a long time. 